You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to Soul Forge Podcast, episode 187. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, it's Sean here with uh, another episode of the Soul Forge podcast, because that's what we do here at the podcast. We come up with a new episode every single week, unless we're on holiday. And today, I am joined by a very special guest. You may know him from the Temporal Trek podcast. You may know him as my co-host on the Cosmic Pizza podcast. You may know him as the author of Bubbles the Pirate Book series. He's Dan from the UK. How are you, Dan? I'm fine. I've just been reminded that I'm an author as well. I completely forgot that. Yeah. Yes, that's right. (laughs) You are an author. You're a podcaster. You're a tour guide. (laughs) Dockyard. You're you're a husband. You're a father. You are a man of many talents, sir. (laughs) I'm a man of many things. (laughs) Maybe not talents, but there we go. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. We just finished recording episode 322 of the Rusted Robot podcast, so we thought, you know what, why don't we go ahead and record a Soul Forge episode too, because we're on Skype, we might as well. Absolutely, why not? So here we are. Tufa. Yeah. That's right, that's right. So this week, what we're going to be talking about is the love of wisdom, or philosophy. We haven't uh, done any prep, we're just going to talk about philosophy as a whole, the love of wisdom, learning in general, whatever comes up. We, we haven't prescripted anything, we didn't take any show notes, we're just going to wing it, because yeah. sometimes that's fun to do. Yeah, because we're awesome like that, All we right. can do that. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can. We, we've both been podcasting for seven odd years, so uh, here we go. I took several university classes of philosophy let's have a little bit of history of your life of learning what did uh, what did you take in school did you go to university or college did you take philosophy what uh, what's what's your background uh well i went to university i was the first in the person in my family to go to university so it was, it was sort of a big deal to go um i didn't really know what subject i was going to go for um all the way through school and uh, all the way through it was only something i fell into Uh, i sort of became aware of philosophy much later uh, in life in what we call a levels over here so you've got your gcses which is your first major exam in secondary school then your a levels and then with your a levels you then gain the points needed to go to university the ucas points and at a level i came across philosophy which was what's called an as level which is half an a level um so it's not as many points but it's still enjoyable and that was the most enjoyable um, subject for me 
it was just the idea that you could take any subject, any um, field of inquiry, whether it be history, whether it be science, um, and and examine it. You know, why do we do this thing? Why does it exist? The the looking at the history of it, the the discipline that came from the Greeks and things like this, and I fell in love with that. So I took it on to being in university and studied that for three years there. I uh, went to Canterbury, Kent, um, which is just down the road for me, technically. It's about an hour hour's drive away. Uh, studied it for three years. That was my major, uh, if we're using sort of the American terms for it. That was my main subject. But there were other things that got sort of bolted into it. So you could do uh, small classes in other subjects, other discipline areas. So it was the the politics as well so i did a few politics sides of things so seeing the the real world implications of what we were talking about in philosophy as well uh, and for, uh, forevermore i've just loved the idea of debating something you know you take in a, a subject and you look at it from all the angles which is kind of a skill for life really and that's that's in a nutshell yes that's that's true it is it's a great skill to have now, a funny thing is, I was also the first one in my family to go to university. This was back in 1995, and I was, uh, what was it? It was probably the last year of high school, and I was trying to decide what I was going to take. I was like, well, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Uh, Mom, uh, I have no idea. So Mom said, well, you're good in English. Why don't you take an English degree? I'm like, mm, okay, I don't know what that's going to do for me, but sure, I'll go ahead. I'll go to university because uh, that seems like the next logical step. I'll take an English degree. So my first year of university, I took an English class, a history class, a geology class, a classics class, and a philosophy class. And I absolutely loved my philosophy class. It expanded my mind. The professor, he was... A very strange character, very charismatic. <laughs> uh, his, uh, his his name was Wayne Brody. This was back in North Bay for any of our Canadian listeners, and he, he just had a way about him. I, I can't even describe it. He was cool, I guess, and he hosted a party at his house, and he had uh, all kinds of weird stuff. And he, he called his girlfriend or his wife his partner instead of his wife or his girlfriend. And I'm like, huh. Okay, so he, he had a whole different <laughs> worldview, and he, he acted in ways that I'd never met. Uh, people who acted like that. So I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm English major, but I really like this guy and philosophy is a fun course. So in the next two years, I took a couple more philosophy classes, but only if he was teaching them. So I, I think I ended up with three or four classes. He was the teacher in all of them. I, I learned a lot. Uh, in, in one, uh, we had to buy the book, the Kama Sutra, which I had never heard of, but it's the uh, the Indian sex manual. And it's <laughs> it's not nearly as titillating as people would think it is. Ooh, you have the Kama Sutra? Yeah, it's not that exciting. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I, I had it, and uh, I, I took three or four philosophy classes just because of that one guy. It's amazing, and I've always loved learning. It's just it's just something that I've always enjoyed. I would be a professional student if the opportunity pre- presented itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we had this uh, discussion uh, on a previous Cosmic Pizza podcast where we were talking about our anti-bucket lists. And whilst I said that I would not want to go back to, you know, sitting exams again and having to condense all my learning into two hours, I would love to be a student again. I would love to do that full time. Yes. Writing dissertations, you know, you get an essay every two weeks and you, you just pick a subject and you go for it. I love just discovering a new philosopher. So you, you get, it's like mm-hmm. rock stars You're, or new music. You, you, you find that philosopher who's talking your jam and you just go with it. And then you, 
listen to another philosopher and you think a minute that other guy was you know full of it this this new one that's that's my new jam this is the new guy and you just find your groove you find a philosopher who really speaks to you and you go for it and like you say you find the right teacher if you have a lecturer who is yes. that engaging it really gets to you and luckily some of them were interesting characters like you say but most of them were fantastic teachers they were about getting across the ideas giving us the tools and then we went on to sort of read ourselves and figuring out you know what their deal was what their what they were trying to say basically yes yes i think one of my favorite philosophers was socrates and if my my memory uh, serves me right he uh, he hated democracy he he wandered around in his robes and he was uh, always getting into arguments in order to teach the people different things and of course he ended up dying uh, with the hemlock that he was poisoned for corrupting the youth of athens but the, the, i like the way it, if, if it's real, if the history is real, it all connects to each other because Socrates mm. taught Plato, Plato taught Aristotle, Aristotle taught Alexander the Great, and so on. And it, it all goes down in steps. Absolutely. And we've got all the information. I, I've got a bunch of uh, Plato's philosophy books over in uh, one of my totes somewhere because I, I kept all my university books just because it was so fascinating. I've, I've got uh, the book from Aristotle. I, I did essays on it. It's just anything that I could learn about it. I've got all kinds of philosophy books. Some I've read, some I haven't, because you have to be in the mood for that, really. But yeah. the, the fact that you're always constantly learning, that's what's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Socrates, I mean, you'd think that philosophy would have ended there and then because he kind of invented questioning. And because he was questioning, he got killed for it. So everyone would have thought, mm, maybe philosophy is not a good idea. Maybe we should stop doing that. Maybe we should stop being inquisitive. But it caught on and everyone sort of went from there. But yeah, he, he hated democracy. He doesn't necessarily stand up for the things that you think the, you know, the, the people who invented democracy would come up with. But he was always trying to think about what is a good life? How do you live the best life? Is it necessarily going with yes. what the, the state says? Or is it thinking for yourself? Is it doing something that feels right to you? He, he often talked about uh, gold, silver and bronze personalities. You know, people who are golds should only be educated as a gold personality because that's their forte, that they should play to their strengths. It's often misconstrued as, you know, uh, elitism and, you know, because you're gold, you could never talk to the silvers and bronzes but that's much more of a modern interpretation a system exactly but the way he was describing it was more about well if you're a welder stick with welding why bother learning all this other stuff why you know go to art classes and things like this you know you need to learn your you know, your maths your technology you need to learn your things why bother doing all that why live in what a later philosophy would uh, call bad faith why live in the wrong way of doing things when you're so clearly better at doing that now there are other things you could go into you know are people born that way do they really need you know a more diverse education first before they realize that that's a whole other thing but there are lots of things in what socrates says that's really really fascinating Oh, definitely, definitely. And you know what else is fascinating? Mm. Other other podcasts, such as this promo that I'll play here for another podcast oh. on the ESO Network. Do you know you could take the Dragon Con report with you wherever you go? Heck, we're even now up on Alexa. Hey, Alexa, play the Dragon Con podcast up on iHeartRadio. Playing the Dragon Con report from iHeartRadio. Playing the latest episode, the 2020 Dragon Con report episode two. 
Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the 2020 Dragon Con Report. Now, how cool is that? Remember, the Dragon Con Report can be found wherever you find podcasts. See you at the show in September. And I think you could learn a lot from listening to podcasts such as that one that I just played the promo. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's quite fitting. It's quite fitting that they talked about wearing togas all the time because that really does fit in with the subject we're talking about. It really does. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Um, and, and, and speaking of podcasts, uh, did you ever discover the, uh, the the podcast about philosophy called Philosophize This? Oh, I haven't. But I have found Philosophy WTF, uh, which is one of my favorite go to philosophies. So I'm going to I'm going to go uh, Philosophize This as well. Oh, I'm going to go find that. Yes. Yeah, it was it was quite fascinating. I stopped listening to it, but uh he he started from the very beginning of philosophy like with Socrates and all those people and then he went through like the enlightenment philosophers and he he talked about uh Immanuel Kant and Albert Camus and let me just throw out some philosopher names. Descartes and Heidegger and that's it. That's <laughs> but <laughs> there's there's way more. Yeah. Actually there were loads more words, but we had to cut it down for time because obviously you got editing to do. So that's why you don't want to say too much of course yeah yeah, yeah that's it yeah, yeah that's exactly right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's what <laughs> philosophy does you, you look at it from different angles it's fine you know it yes and you, you look at these people's lives and and and, the, and when they describe it in the philosophize this uh, thing that they're talking about okay this set of philosophers believe this and this philosopher built on the works of this particular guy uh, say nietzsche for example and i what i did learn was that okay Nietzsche did say that God is dead but he didn't mean it in that way there's a whole quote that's missing from it so it, it actually he, he's he's more religious than you would think that he is mm. and if you just get the, the the three word quote instead of the the seven or eight paragraph uh, thing that it comes from then you're missing out on all the stuff so absolutely when you when you learn the background of things it's like your mind expands and you learn a whole new level of different things and and that's what the love of learning the love of wisdom is all about absolutely yeah and it comes back to that skill for life it's listening to the whole picture not necessarily going by the headline you have to read the whole article first it's true it's true uh actually just the other day i was listening to i think um science rules with bill nye that podcast mm-hmm. And uh, whoever he was talking to was talking about uh, humility and being humble. And he was talking about the Latin roots of the word humble. And it was something like uh, humili or, or something. But anyway, it starts hum and a bunch of letters at the end. But it means, <laughs> de- it means from the soil or down to earth. So if you're humble, you're down to earth. And then he kept going on about it, and that's where the root word for human comes from. It starts with uh, hum, and it's the people of the soil. And hence, that's why our planet is called the Earth, because we're people from the soil. We're people of the uh, Earth. We're humans. We're humble. We're down to Earth. And I was like, holy fucking shit. That's amazing. Why didn't I know this? You know, like, it was just a random podcast that I happened to be You would think that would be day one on, like, English class or history class. That that's the, this, that I was this year's old in uh, Twitter terms. I was this year's old when I found that out. That that should be. I've done three years of philosophy. I never knew that. So that's fantastic. Right. I know it, it blew my mind. It's like I don't even know if I listened to the what he was the rest of what he was saying because I was just thinking about it. Okay, so we, we've got humus or whatever. I think it was the word was humus, and it means uh, 
from the soil, and then a human from the earth. And then we're on planet earth, and that explains why we're on earth, but all the rest of the planets are named after the Greek or, or Roman gods. And, and not, it's because we're on the dirt. It's so simple. Holy crap. <laughs> when yes. someone just explains it, like, it, it to you, together. it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, I'd wondered for years why we're on Earth and, and not like some kind of Roman god planet. Yeah, absolutely. Why? It's, it's because it's the Latin term for for human <sighs> is from the dirt. There we go. And so we're on the dirt planet. Yeah, I was like, holy crap! <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And I had to bring it up on this episode because I knew we were going to talk about the love of learning, and it just blew my mind wide open, and I loved it. So. <laughs> There you go. There's, there's a little uh, story from this week. But that used right. to happen all the time. Even even when uh, I wasn't at university, it was just when you're in that student that student kind of mode and you're just taking in information. And it's one of the reasons I love podcasts Making as well. Um, yeah, you just you you yeah. realize that there's so much more that you can learn. And you you hear of people just shutting themselves off. They pick that one subject and they stick with it and they don't want to learn mm-hmm. anything new. It's 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 quite. It's quite sad. It is. It is. And it's it's like people who, who don't want to read books for pleasure, you know, like read a novel. Sure, it's fine. You're not going to learn anything necessarily, but it's fun. But then you can read like biographies or history of uh, New Delhi or the history of the British Isles or whatever. You know, I, I wouldn't suggest reading early uh, Canadian politics because that's boring as heck. But uh, <laughs> you'd still you'd still learn stuff. And uh, my grandfather used to say, when I came home from high school, he'd say, what did you learn today? And if I said nothing, he said, oh, well, there's a wasted day. And that insulted me, and I never wanted to have a wasted day. So I, I still, even to this day, try to make sure that I learn something new every single day. Well, well, thanks to you and this podcast, I've now learned something new. And now everyone who's just listened to it has just learned something new about the air. Right. And it blows our minds wide open. It's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, I had that for one uh, subject. It wasn't actually philosophy. It was a, a, a module called Spirits and Their Cults. And it was sort of more anthropo- anthropological, so it's more about the study of the religion um, aspects of ancient cultures. And the teacher for that, that was the teacher who really knew what he was doing. Sadly, a few years ago, he passed away. He was, uh, was fairly old and frail, but he he had this wonderful, joyful way of teaching. He loved learning about new cultures, new ways of doing things. He was obsessed with sort of uh, Haitian voodoo and where that came from and the the, the ideas of control and, and how you use religion to control people and the ideas of Haitian voodoo and, and uh, zombies, zombieism, which comes from the, the Haitian mm-hmm. belief that the... the, 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 the the medical doctor could control the, the the town. He would just go into these wonderful monologues about all of this, and that would be our lesson. It would just be listening to him. We hadn't we hadn't done any of the normal discussing that you would do at university. It was just listening to this man love his subject and just listen to him. And again, that's what podcasts are for. You know, you listen to someone who loves a subject and just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they go off on tangents and oh. they connect from this to that to the other thing. Yeah. And it, it all comes together in like a massive world view. It's yeah. it's amazing. And there's lots of people out there who just don't appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's mind boggling why people don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's a pretty good, Dan, for a, a brief discussion about our love of learning, uh, philosophy as a whole. Maybe it's tickled the minds of some of our listeners, and they're going to want to go check out Philosophize This or Philosophy WTF. Uh, there's, there's so much knowledge to be gleaned from the universe that you're always expanding your mind. And, hey, if, if you're not learning something new, you're wasting your days. Absolutely, yeah. 
Nothing more I can say on that. Well, I uh, appreciate you coming by and joining me here for a, an epic discussion about philosophy on the Soul Forge podcast. Your help is greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, did you want to uh, give a quick plug for your, any of your podcasts that you're on before we go? Sure. There's uh, there's this little known podcast called uh, the Cosmic Pizza Podcast. I think there's uh, some guy called Sean, some guy called Paul, and I just turn up. It's a, a random show about everything in life. It's a, a show of all sorts that sorts all by serving up a slice of life is how we phrased it apparently that means something but we're a, a cosmic sounds, pizza sounds shop delicious yeah exactly yeah it's part of the eso network believe it or not and uh they I they talk to that. people exactly they they interview all kinds of artists and uh comedians we've had lots of interviews with directors and authors we then have random subject days where we just talk about literally anything that's come to our minds uh it's a fantastic podcast and i'm really glad to spend it with two wonderful men uh sean and paul who uh um are just fantastic together and i just listen to them uh for about two hours each time we record and my other podcast well, is uh, the temple trek podcast tell me more <laughs> um the temple trek podcast is a star trek rewatch podcast uh in chronological order not in chronological release order not chronological based on the timeline of the show but by scene so we are going from the big bang all the way to the ends of the all time and existence by scene so we've just finished off the 20th century we're just in the 20th 21st century i should say uh, and then we're going to be starting from enterprise all the way up to the most recent episode of discovery which is in the 31st century and uh it's me doing history lessons doing a little bit of radio play making silly voices and characters and watching a tv show and sometimes i have some fantastic guests also called sean and paul and uh several other guests as well people as well well that sounds fascinating it's, it sounds like those guys whoever your guests are they sound amazing they do it sounds like you could you can learn a lot from these podcasts that you're apparently on. So I should really listen to them. If, if you yeah. love learning, yeah, yeah. And if you love learning, much like we do, all of our listeners should go check those out. But until next time, listeners, we'll be back again next week with another exciting episode. Take care, do all the things, and remember, as Socrates once said, the unexamined life is not worth living. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. In this video, we are going to look at the most widely misunderstood Sanskrit work of all time, the Kama Sutra, and explore the various chapters present in it. Before we get into the topic, I'd like to thank you for your interest in Sanskrit exploration. Please consider subscribing to this channel for many more interesting facts from the world of Sanskrit literature. Widely misunderstood as the book of sexual positions, Kama Sutra has gained international popularity. There would be almost nobody who has not heard of this Sanskrit work which was compiled by sage Vatsyayana thousands of years ago. It was only in the 1800s that a sexually repressed England under Victorian rule started studying Kama Sutra in secret through translations by the orientalist Richard Burton. The United States government allowed the publication of Kama Sutra just around 60 years ago. Though its study has mostly been limited to the sexual positions today, the Kama Sutra in fact deals with the study of kama or pleasure, one of the four main attainments of a human being called purusharthas. This includes understanding the nature of love, finding a partner, maintaining one's sexual health, and other aspects pertaining to the pleasure-oriented faculties of human life. 
The majority of this book is about the practicality of love, methods for courtship and a study of what triggers desire and what sustains it. Here are the seven chapters that are explored in Kama Sutra with their actual Sanskrit names. Chapter 1 called Sadharana or General Matters deals with the aims of life, different kinds of skills to make oneself attractive and general lifestyle of those times. Chapter 2 called Samprayogika or Practical Details describes different combinations of sexual unions hugs kisses scratches bites positions acts oral and genital stimulations in extraordinary detail one could say this is the chapter that got the most attention all around the world chapter 3 called kanya samprayukta or finding a bride talks about choosing a partner different kinds of moves and advances one can make and strategies to win over a bride chapter 4 5 and 6 called baryadhikarika paradika and vaishika deal with the type of conduct with one's own wife other men's wives and sexual workers respectively they delve into the study of art of seduction proper and improper conduct various causes of resistance study of sexual inclinations ways of restoring broken relationships methods of identifying signs of either reluctance or passion and more finally the seventh and the last chapter called aupamishadika or the art of medicines deals with various recipes potions and concoctions to enhance hormones and sexual organs improve virility fertility and attractiveness Isn't it truly mind-boggling that a civilization thousands of years ago took such an open stance at exploring a topic that humans even at this day and age consider taboo and are hesitant to talk about openly. It is time we change our attitudes with misconceptions and expressions of embarrassment at the erotic arts found in ancient temples. It's beyond time we treat these works with respect for the depth of understanding that they offer and not just be stuck at the surface. If you wish to explore a wide variety of topics from Sanskrit literature consider subscribing to this channel like the video and share it across with your friends see you in the next video namaskaram This has been a broadcast of the ESO network be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO patreon or by shopping at the T public store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com the ESO network Your station for all things geek.